takes the tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. And he walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Hello and welcome into the Week 14 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, the final episode of the 2022 season. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. Here we are at the end of another regular season, and the Mountain West Conference has announced its Players and Coach of the Year, as well as all-conference selections. Air Force running back Brad Roberts was named as the Mountain West Offensive Player of the Year after setting an Air Force Academy record with 1,612 rushing yards, the 12th highest mark in conference history as well. Roberts currently sits third nationally in rush yards, fifth in rushing yards per game with 134.3, and 10th in rushing scores with 15 on the year. The senior won Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week three times this year and is the first tailback to win the Offensive Player of the Year award since 2017. Viliami Fajoko of San Jose State is the 2022 Defensive Player of the Year, becoming the second Spartan to take home the honor in the last three seasons. The junior defensive lineman led conference-wide with 18.5 tackles for loss and nine sacks. Fajoko also ranks sixth nationally with that 18.5 tackle for loss number. Jack Browning, the versatile kicker and punter who also handles kickoff duties for the San Diego State Aztecs, has been tabbed as the conference's Special Teams Player of the Year. Browning was named as Special Teams Player of the Week twice this season. He was a perfect 28 for 28 on extra points, 17 for 21 in field goals, and ranked top 10 in the NCAA in net punting and punts inside the 20-yard line. Boise State's first-year signal caller Taylor Green is the 2022 Mountain West Freshman of the Year. Green took over an offense in turmoil that started out 2-2 two and two early in the season and righted the ship for the Mountain Division champion Broncos by ranking fourth among all freshmen nationwide in passing touchdowns and fifth in passing yards per game and in total. A major reason Green was in the position he was this year was due to the Mountain West's Coach of the Year, Andy Avalos of Boise State, who led his alma mater to a perfect 8-0 conference record and a 9-3 mark overall, which included a top-7 ranked defense in the country, and they'll play for the conference championship this weekend. Congratulations to all the winners and all conference selections as well. For that full list and the entire press release on the end-of-the-year awards, check out the Mountain West on social media and at themw.com. Here on the final show of the season, let's take a look at the final week of the regular season around the Mountain West Conference with three games each last Friday and Saturday. Colorado State played host to New Mexico on Friday, and the Rams didn't only win their third game under first-year head coach Jay Norvell and in conference play, but blanked the Lobos in a 17-0 final. That was their first shutout victory since 2016 and just their second overall since 1997. Freshman signal caller Clay Millen was 19 of 24 with a pair of passing touchdowns, including a 41-yard strike to Torrey Horton that capped the scoring of the game in the fourth quarter. From the shotgun, it's Millen. Lobo's going to bring everybody. They bring seven. Millen steps up, deep ball, looking for Horton near sideline. He makes the catch. Did he get in the end zone? Yes, he did. That was Brian Roth on Learfield with the call. The other two Friday games featured the preseason and eventual division champions in the conference, with Boise State welcoming Utah State to Albertson Stadium with the Mountain Division Championship already in their back pocket. The Broncos capped off a perfect 8-0 conference schedule with a 42-23 win over the Aggies, including an offensive player and freshman of the week output for quarterback Taylor Green. Green threw for four touchdowns in the win, but it was his game-sealing 91-yard touchdown run that clinched the game in the fourth quarter. It was the headline as the longest run in Boise State 
Patriot history. Here's our guest later on in the program, Bob Bueller, with the call of the dash on Learfield. Green, zone read, keeps it left side. Green will get to the 10. Could this be a long run? 20, 30, 40, go, tail and go. 40, 30, 20, 10. This game is locked up. 91 yards for Taylor Green. Fresno State punched their ticket to the conference championship game to take on the Broncos with a 30 to nothing shutout win over the Wyoming Cowboys in Week 13. Newly named First Team All Mountain West Conference performer Jordan Mims rushed for three scores, and fellow First Teamer Jake Hayner threw for only 183 yards, but he was an efficient 21 of 32 and completed his touchdown pass of the day to Nick Rahimio in the first quarter. Directing traffic as the play clock almost expires, they get it off just in time. Blitz coming, Hayner throws for the goal line. Caught Remigio. Touchdown, Fresno State. That was our guest in just a few moments, Paul Leffler, with his call on Learfield. Saturday's schedule around the conference started with San Jose State hosting Hawaii, and the Spartans not only won 27-14, but completed their first 6-0 season at home since 1978. Elijah Cooks had himself a huge day on the outside as the wideout recorded 121 yards and a pair of scores. Check out Justin Allegri's call of the second of his two touchdowns on Learfield. Takes the snap, looks to his left, throws to the end zone, looking for Cooks, reaches out to make a catch in the back left pile on. Touchdown, San Jose. Jose State. One of, if not the fiercest rivalries in the Mountain West Conference is between UNLV and Nevada, and the two sides out of the Silver State squared off in Las Vegas in the battle for the Fremont Cannon last week. After the Wolfpack jumped out to an early 13-0 lead, the Rebels stormed back with 17 unanswered points, and the game was back and forth until literally the final play. It was Jonathan Baldwin who proved to be the hero in a 27-22 Rebel win, knocking down quarterback Nate Cox's heave to the end zone on fourth and goal to try to clinch the game but it was the Rebels pulling out the win. Russ Langer called the action on ESPN 1100 Las Vegas. Here's the snap. Cox goes back to throw, looking for the end zone, and the pass is incomplete. It's incomplete. Jonathan Baldwin broke it up, and the Rebels are going to win this game. And the final game of the 2022 Mountain West schedule was between Air Force and San Diego State from Snapdragon Stadium in Southern California, and the only touchdown in a 13-3 Falcon victory was a first-quarter rushing score for the conference's offensive player of the year, Brad Roberts. Gets the snap. Gives it to Roberts. Left side. Touchdown, Air Force. He went to the left side behind Wesley and Dago, number 69, and goes in from three yards out. That was Jim Arthur on the Air Force Sports Network from Learfield. Roberts finished the game with 187 yards on a team-high 35 carries and set a school record with 1,612 yards on the season. And now to help us prepare for the 2022 Mountain West Championship taking place December 3rd at 2 p.m. Mountain Time on the Smurf Turf in Boise, it's Fresno State broadcaster Paul Leffler. Paul, thanks so much for joining us here on the final episode of this week in the Mountain West for the 2022 campaign. And what a year it was for the, the Fresno State Bulldogs. It's a matchup against the Broncos that was predicted before the season. The two preseason division champions meeting up Let's just start all the way back in the beginning of the season over the summer. How did we get here? Tell me the story of the West Division champion, Fresno State Bulldogs. Well, that's quite a story, Matt. It was not what was originally expected, I'll say that. And, and both teams were predicted to win in the preseason, but the paths they took could not be more different. I mean, even with Boise State, they had some adversity. At halftime of that San Diego State game, it wasn't looking good, and it's looked really good ever since. And for Fresno State to have high expectations – to have a nine-win Oregon State team, we know now, on the ropes at Valley Children's Stadium early in the year and lose that on the very last play of the game, 
then the very next week to lose the offensive captain and the defensive captain to injury in the same game when Jake Hayner and Evan Williams went down to a four-game losing streak to drawing a line in the sand and finding a way to gut out a win against a very good San Jose State team. David Perales had four sacks, and Logan Fife led him to victory at quarterback and to just keep rolling ever since. I mean, Hayner comes back and Williams comes back against San Diego State. They have the miraculous comeback, getting an onside kick and a touchdown the very next play to stun the Aztecs, and they just haven't looked back. I mean, it's been just a giant wave of momentum propelling them and carrying them right there to the Blue Turf in Boise. Can't wait for this matchup. Now, it's been an interesting season, as you mentioned, with Jake Hayner missing a handful of games. Logan Fife really filled in admirably. If you had to name a team MVP on each side of the ball for the 2022 season, I know it's tough because there was a lot of players that got a lot of playing time on both sides of the ball, but who are your MVPs on each side of the ball? You know, that is tough because Evan Williams and Jake Hayner both prove how valuable they are by what happened in their absence. But I think David Perales... You know, the way he stepped up against San Jose State with four sacks in that game when they needed a win, the leader he's been nonstop. He's made plays every game. He's just relentless. And he got a little banged up in the win over Wyoming. So he's going to be playing hurt in this game against Boise State if he's able to play at all. But I'd say he's definitely been the MVP of the defense, if not the team. On offense, I mean, Jordan Mims is one of the national leaders in touchdowns. He's Fresno State's first 1,000-yard rusher in eight years. Jalen Moreno-Cropper has been incredible. Going to hit 1,000 yards in this game against the Broncos as a wideout. Nico Remigio has been special. But uh, I think you have to look at Jake Hayner. I mean, his dedication, how serious he is about his craft, about being a great quarterback, being a great leader, it really is contagious. The other players have commented on that. They see it. You know, his belief translates to their belief as a team. And, you know, he's been one of the best quarterbacks in college football this year when he's healthy. Right now he's healthy, and that makes it a very different matchup on December 3rd than it was on October 8th. Joined on This Week in the Mountain West by Fresno State Bulldogs play-by-play announcer Paul Leffler. You can catch him on Learfield on the broadcast at 2 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff from Albertson Stadium in Boise on the Smurf turf for the Mountain West Championship. And, uh, Paul, you've mentioned a lot of names, and Fresno State, especially on the offensive side of the ball, has relied on a couple of big names with Logan Fife working his way into that group because of the injury to Hainer earlier in the year. Give me one player that you think is going to have a big game that maybe you haven't mentioned yet. Maybe somebody under the radar that's been progressing as the season has gone along and gotten stronger. Who's going to have to have a big game under the radar for the Bulldogs to raise the Mountain West Championship trophy? You know, that's a good question. There are a few guys who I think have come on during the second half of the season during this win streak and played important roles. And and the defensive line, you know, I highlighted a moment ago in, in the need to stop the run game. Johnny Hudson is an interior D lineman who's getting better and better and making plays, and and he can plug some of those holes. So I think it would help a lot if he had a good game. And in the secondary, Carlton Johnson has come on really strong. He had the interception that sealed the San Diego State comeback. And this last game against Wyoming, he led the team in tackles with seven. But he hasn't even played half a season yet. He's still very green, very raw, but his progress has been impressive. So I think those two, you know, have a chance to make some plays and, and maybe be a bit of a surprise. And on the offensive side, you know, I would say uh, Malik Sherrod. He's a change-up with Jordan Mims. He's showing more and more ability. You know, he hits the hole hard. He's tough to find. He's shifty. And he's a guy who, when he gets his opportunities, really makes the most of them. So if those opportunities come in this game, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him uh, let loose in a way we haven't seen yet.
It's been a dominant back half of the season for Fresno State, West Division champions for the fifth time in program history, and the first since 2018, but this year it's been a bit different, especially towards the back of the season. After losing to Boise State in the first conference game of the year, the Bulldogs have rattled off seven straight wins, and only the one against San Jose State, which was the first of those seven, was within one score. So there's something to be said absolutely for the momentum, but after seven wins in a row, as mentioned, six of them by double digits or more, what do you think is going to be the reaction to the Bulldogs if this game is tight late? Because they are an experienced group. A lot of guys have been able to get in this year, but they really haven't played many close games in conference play. Well, I think the, the one parallel you can make, Matt, is to that San Diego State game because, you know, their hopes were really on the ropes and they needed to score, recover an onside kick and score again, and they did that and, and throw in a two-point conversion in that mix, and that was five consecutive plays, touchdown, two-point, onside, touchdown, and interception to basically flip that game upside down. So they won't be rattled if it's close or even if they're behind. Having Jay Kaner at quarterback gives them supreme confidence that they can do what they need to do. And having Evan Williams back on the defensive side of the ball, I think, has the same effect. He's always in the right place. He's, he's there ahead of time. It's like he knows what's happening before it happens. He's getting more and more physical. He had some just blistering hits in that Wyoming game. And I think he is just as crucial a piece of the defensive game plan as Hayner is on the offensive game plan. So when you have your guys, when you have a, a coaching staff that's in sync with the players, uh, there's just a level of confidence um, that, that execution is going to happen. And that's what we saw. I think the Wyoming game was their most complete performance of the year, offense, defense, and special teams, where it's, it's like they've reached that level of they get it now. They're ready for the next class. You know, they ace the exam. And this is a, a tougher exam in Boise State on Saturday afternoon. Thank you to Fresno State play-by-play -play broadcaster Paul Leffler. You can catch him on Learfield this Saturday, December 3rd at 2 p.m. Mountain Time as the Bulldogs take on the Boise State Broncos in the Mountain West Conference Championship. Paul, thank you so much for joining us, and best of luck this weekend. Thanks. Let's get the heaters going right now. It's going to be a cold one, but a fun one. Coming up next, we'll flip it to the other sideline of this weekend's Mountain West Championship game, and we'll talk with Boise State play-by-play -play broadcaster Bob Beeler right here on This Week in the Mountain West. This is Jeff Tedford, head coach of the Fresno State Bulldogs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Andy Avalos, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Welcome back into This Week in the Mountain West. This year, for the sixth time in program history, Andy Avalos led the Boise State Broncos to a Mountain Division Championship, and they'll play host to the West Division champs out of Fresno State this Saturday at 2 p.m. Mountain Time on the blue turf at Albertson Stadium in Boise. And the voice of the Broncos, Bob Beeler, joins us now on This Week in the Mountain West. And Bob, you'll have the best seat in the house for this showdown, which is a rematch of a 40-20 Broncos win on October 8th in Boise. What are going to be some of the areas that the home side is going to try to replicate in this rematch this time for the Mountain West Championship? Well, I think you're going to want to see about getting that kind of scoring total on the board. They got 40 against uh, Fresno State in that game. And I think that, you know, when you look at the matchup with Jake Hayner coming back, he's coming back from injury. He's been, you know, near perfect playing quarterback in the last five games. I think Boise State's offense is going to have to score in order to beat Fresno State. I think in expecting, you know, Boise State's defense to hold them, you know, say under 20 points, I think is a little bit unrealistic. So I, I think that getting 35 to 40 points on the board for Boise State's offense, I think, is where I would start with if you're asking what I'd like to replicate from the game in October. 
And let's take a step back here and look at the season as a whole, because it's been an impressive one, a perfect conference record. But tell us, how did we get here? What is the story from start to finish in the short summary of the 2022 season for the Mountain Division champion, Boise State Broncos? Well, it's been a, a kind of a wild season that if you if you uh, put this scenario to maybe a movie producer, they might not believe you and, and reject it. But, you know, Boise State was 2-2 two and two in the first four games. And it lost badly, 27-10 to 10 against Texas El Paso. Uh, Coach Avalos made a change. He decided to uh, drop Tim Plow as the offensive coordinator. And uh, they coaxed uh, analyst Dirk Cutter, former Bronco head coach and former NFL head coach, to be the uh, offensive coordinator for the rest of the season. Then the next day or so, Hank Bachmeyer, who was in his fourth year starting as the quarterback, decided to enter the transfer portal. And Boise State was without an offensive coordinator that had been there, and they were without a quarterback. So uh, it was Taylor Green's job then, as he was elevated to the starting job. They kind of changed the offense, went to more of a a zone-read concept, at least to start. The first game against San Diego State, it was almost exclusive running as they only threw 10 passes, completed five for less than 50 yards. And then every week since then, Taylor Green has become better and better and better as a thrower. They've continued to mix two good running backs in. Uh, The receivers have really taken a step. And uh, the next thing you know, Boise State's uh, 8-0 in conference play and sitting at 9-3 and overall. So, you know, it's been a process. I kind of sped through the, the last few games. They've had some tough contests with, with Air Force, with Wyoming, and last week with Utah State. But I think they probably will help Boise State in what should be another tough game with Fresno State. But it's been a wild ride with the changes in coordinators, quarterbacks, and then just watching a, a group unfold before your eyes to win the Mountain Division's regular season. We're joined here on This Week in the Mountain West by Boise State play-by-play man Bob Beeler. And Bob, looking at this matchup for all the marbles on Saturday, where do you think the one area that the Fresno State Bulldogs are going to be able to challenge Boise State the most? Where do they maybe have an advantage? Well, I think it's got to be in the quarterback. I mean, Hayner did not play in the first game. He's really good, and he's got really good receivers. So I think it's I, I think Boise's biggest challenge is going to be to try to get some pressure on Hayner. Last year, uh, when you look at, at Hayner in the game against Boise State, they sacked him five times and they picked him off three times. So I think a game like that would go a long way to helping Boise State. But that that's easier said than done. I mean, he's got uh, Moreno, Cropper, and uh, Remigio are two receivers, and they've combined for about. 1,700 yards and about, oh, I don't know, 13, 14, you know, or excuse me, about uh, 140 or 150 catches. So um, Boise State, I think handling the passing game of Fresno State is going to be the thing I'm going to put at the top of my list that they're going to need to worry about. And we'll flip it to the other side. What are going to be some of the ways that Taylor Green and the rest of the Bronco offense tries to attack this Fresno State defense that had a lot of injury trouble early? They've had a lot of moving parts. It's a pretty young and inexperienced defense overall. What are going to be a couple of ways that Green and the offense try to attack it? Well, I think keep them guessing. I, I think, you know, you get some of that zone read going where, you know, Green might keep it. You know, he might go 90 yards for a score. We saw it. You know, he's got Helani and Genty, who are two very good running backs. You can give it to them. I, I would love to see you know, two running people, whether it be green and a running back or two running backs, I'd like to see two of them get over a hundred yards and then mix in another couple hundred yards passing. You know, I mean, this team is about as balanced as you can get 190 on the season, rushing 196 passing. So I want to, I want to keep Fresno 
off balance and guessing that, you know, is this going to be a run? Is this going to be a pass? If it's going to be a run, who's going to get it? So I think that's where Boise State's offense can excel. And the obvious emphasis in this game, as it should be, is going to be on quarterback play for both sides. But let's peel back the rug a little bit. In your mind, who's a player kind of under the radar that's going to have to have a big game in order for the Broncos to raise that Mountain West Championship trophy? Well, I think whoever's playing the edge rush spots, I think they need to introduce themselves to to Jay Kaner and, and make it a little uncomfortable for him in the pocket. And I say whoever. I mean, Dimitri Washington hasn't played in the last couple of weeks. You know, they've used Hunter, they've used Wright, they've used Hasseting, they've used Hogan's. Uh, you know, maybe they need to blitz a little bit, but sometimes when you do that, you make things difficult for your cover guys. So I, I think I think in order to make, you know, Fresno's offense a little uncomfortable when they're throwing downs, you know, Bush State's got to have somebody get into the backfield and, you know, not let Hayner sit back in the pocket and, you know, read a book and throw the ball. They're going to have to make him throw the ball before he wants it. Mountain West Championship this year, a battle between the two preseason favorites in the respective divisions. It's Boise State and it's Fresno State. It's also going to be the fourth time that they've matched up for a Mountain West Championship. The Broncos and the Bulldogs going at it again here with Boise State, owning a 2-1 to advantage at this point. Uh, Bob, in your opinion, what's it going to take, end of the day, for Boise State to move to 3-1 and in championship games against Fresno? they got to take care of the ball, maybe force a turnover or two. And then again, I, I think they're going to have to uh, come up with some stops on defense, make things a little uncomfortable for Hainer. I feel pretty good about Boise State's offense, so they can put some points on the board. Interesting that, you know, with the crossover, you don't always play the team in the other division, but in each of the previous three seasons, the team that Boise State faced in Fresno, they, they faced him in the regular season. Uh, Boise State ended up winning two of those three playoff games. But the losing team won two out of three as well. So this this matchup between Boise State and Fresno State, I mean, when you look at, you know, what, you know, maybe over the last 10 plus years, you know, who are the best teams on each side? You know, these teams have found their way to the championship. And I think, once again, I think we're going to be treated to an outstanding game. It's two teams that are very evenly matched on paper. And as you said, it should be a really, really fun game for the Mountain West Championship. He's Bob Beeler. You can catch him this Saturday on Learfield from Albertson Stadium on the blue turf in Boise as the Mountain Division champion Boise State Broncos host the champs out of the West in Fresno State, a 2 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff. Bob, thank you so much for joining us and have a great call this weekend. Thank you. When we return for the final segment of This Week in the Mountain West for the 2022 football season, we'll recap the conference standings and take a final look at the conference championship matchup between the Boise State Broncos and the Fresno State Bulldogs for all the marbles. This is Brady Hoke, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Troy Calhoun, head coach of the Air Force Academy. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Welcome back to the final segment of the final episode of This Week in the Mountain West for the 2022 season. Now that the dust has settled, let's take a look at the final regular season standings around the conference and the bowl-eligible teams. Starting with the Mountain Division, a perfect 8-0 Mountain West record propelled Boise State to a division championship and a 9-3 overall record. Wyoming, Utah State, and Air Force all finished 5-3 in conference matchups, with Air Force turning in a 9-3 overall record, while Wyoming and Utah State finished 7-5 and 6-6, respectively. Colorado State finished 3-9 overall, but 3-5 in conference play under first-year head coach Jay Norvell, and New Mexico ended without a Mountain West win and a 2-10 overall record in 2022. 
Fresno State claimed a West Division championship after being picked as the preseason favorites by winning their last seven games in a row and finishing 8-4 and four overall, 7-1 and one in conference games this year. Both San Diego State and San Jose State finished 5-3 and three in the Mountain West. The Spartans were 7-4 and four overall, the Aztecs 7-5. and five. UNLV finished 3-5 and five in conference, with three of those five losses coming by less than one score, with one of them coming against Hawaii, who finishes behind the Rebels at 2-6 and six and 3-10 and overall. Nevada finished winless in the conference and 2-10 and on the season in the first year of the long-term hire at head coach Ken Wilson. And when it comes to bowl eligibility, the Mountain West has a whopping seven teams with the requisite six wins required to be eligible for a postseason bowl game. These include Air Force, Boise State, Fresno State, San Diego State, San Jose State, Utah State, and Wyoming. While these teams are usually some of the usual suspects, Boise State stands out with their 25th consecutive bowl eligible season, the third longest active streak in the country. The Broncos trailed just Ohio State and Georgia. The only team that has accepted a bowl bit already is San Diego State, who will take on Middle Tennessee in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl at 3 p.m. Hawaii time on Christmas Eve. It's the 12th time in the last 13 seasons the Aztecs will play in a bowl game, with the only exception being the 2020 season in which they withdrew themselves from postseason consideration due to COVID concerns. And that'll do it for this season on This Week in the Mountain West. Be sure to follow the Mountain West on all social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for all the latest news, scores, standings, and highlights. Plus, you can always keep up with everything and get the latest content from the Mountain West Network at themw.com. I'm your host, Matt Neverett, saying thank you to Nate Kreckman, the Mountain West Conference, and of course, you, the listener. Enjoy the 2022 Mountain West Championship game between Fresno State and Boise State from Albertson Stadium on the Smurf Turf in Boise this weekend. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.